Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are your, not anybody's, but your agony uncles. I'm Uncle Sam. And I'm your Uncle Dave. And remember, not only can you hear us on the podcast, you also watch us on YouTube. I mean, it's just talking heads, but you know, it's there. It's just showing willing. Is that your bangles jangling? Oh, yeah. It's me. I, I, look, it's, it's a rocks full of healthy rocks. That's bollocks. It's really irritating. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Just search for your hairy bikers, agony uncles, and there we will be. Once again, we're here to try and help you with life's little problems. Well, yes. Now, now remember, if you want to get in touch with the show, our email address is agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. And thank you so much to Jackie, who has emailed in with an answer to a question that came up last week, which is why an ex-girlfriend named my Willie a pie whacket. <laughs> no, I've wondered this myself, really. Anyway, she says the pie whacket was a type of missile developed <laughs> in the 1960s by the US Air Force. It was flat and round and rocket powered. Whoa! Does this bear any resemblance to your Willie Dave? <laughs> Certainly, well, back in the day pre chemo, yes. Uh, it's quite flattering, really. Is that, I'm, I'm, you know, to think that the Piwacket was a missile, it's far more enthusiastic than to think that the Piwacket was like a mini Frankfurter. Do you know what I mean? Or a little chip larger from Nuremberg. <laughs> I've got to tell you, that phrase has not left my mind since the last podcast. Uh, and every available opportunity, I, I, I go, hey, do you know what Dave's girlfriend used to call his Willie? Piwacket. <laughs> Which is an interballistic continental missile. Well, now I, now I know that. Yeah. I'll, I'll add that to the end of my sentence. Yeah. I mean, Whoa, what a payload, eh? What a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh. 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 Ah, right. Oh, God. And, uh, and we have a tweet from Alex as well, Dave, who asks, uh, which of you came up uh, with the idea for Marmite breadsticks? They're a taste sensation. Well, we put Marmite in everything and see it works. <laughs> we Marmite scones, Marmite breadsticks. Oh, God. Marmite and cheese scones. Marmite, I mean, Mar- listen, what's Marmite that? scotch eggs. I put Marmite in my spag bowl. Yeah, it's good seasoning. Yeah, yeah it's I good seasoning. And it's vegetarian. So if you do a veggie one, it yeah. even brings a meatiness to it, yeah? yeah. Dollop in yeah. your shepherd's pie. Nice, could try that. You haven't done nice. that. Anyway, yes. posing the problems today, it's the thin white duke, Mr. Mark Jeeves. Hello. Nice to see you all. And uh, yes, and for, for this particular podcast, me and Postash are actually sat next to each other. Oh, Normally we're all in different houses. <laughs> so there. So uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, we've got. Well, I have so we've got some quite challenging issues for you today. So let's see oh, how we go. 
I'm, I'm, I'm slightly, I'm slightly frightened at this unholy alliance <laughs> in the same room. It's not ever. anyway. Yeah, be afraid, um, man. Be afraid. I'm, I'm in afraid. the safer hands. I've got no pie thwacket here somewhere. Else. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know. He causes, <laughs> I think he calls his Sputnik. But then again, I, I don't know. Um, and she's here, the Lady Penelope to our Parker. It's Posh Tash, of course. Hello, Posh. Hello, hello. I've already made my entrance. I know. Thank you very I know. much. So. Simon, it's yes. problem time. So would you hit that bojangly jingle? I'm, I'm going. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. In this episode of the Hairy Bikers Agony Uncles, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you will need to slip on your comfiest caring sharing underwear to help these desperate listeners. We have stuffing the old bird. We have caring, not sharing. We have a housing dilemma. And today, in Confidential Corner, we have Is This Normal? But first, we're going to start with this one. This is called Stuffing the Old Bird. It comes from Tia. It says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, I'm considering doing a rotisserie chicken on the barbecue, and what I would like to know is this. Is it a good idea to fill the cavity with a mixture of harissa paste with garlic, lemon and orange, all mixed in a mashed potato, sage and onion mix, and then trust the chicken before putting on the rotisserie, or would you recommend something different? Your help would be brilliant. And that comes from Tia, who wrote to us on Facebook. Well, talk about the mashed potato. Inside the chicken? That's what, potato. that's what tears are. Well, it's yeah. kind of like a stuffing, isn't it? But just like not breadcrumbs. Yeah, but it's going to dribble out, isn't it, when it gets hot and that on the rotisserie? Any little gap, it'll leak. Well, and this is why she's talking about trussing. And you are the master of trussing because I have to say that your your Peking duck is something to it, it's a wonder of the modern world. Yeah, but I use quite, a, you know, stuff like lemons and fruit and ginger in yeah. me, you know, and spring onions in, in, in me ducks when I trust me duck. Yeah. For, for, for those who don't know, what is what is trussing? Tying it up so it doesn't leak. Oh, right, OK. That's it, is it? <laughs> I was expecting something magical. Yeah, well, mashed potato, I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard that used as a stuffing before. No, you neither know. have I, to be fair. Um, Do you remember in Scotland we used scurlies, which is like a, a oatmeal, like yeah, a mealy nice. stuffing. That's really nice. Because what happens is the oatmeal, it, it sucks in all the juices from the chicken, and that's a real good bonus. It's a bit like sage onion stuffing. I think it's lovely. It flavours the meat, but it also takes the juices from the chicken. And Mrs. Beaton's yeah. sage onion stuff, and we use that. We ripped that recipe off for years, haven't we? Absolutely, for years. The thing is, though, I kind of get what she's getting at. I'm just not entirely sure whether the because uh, she's gone for that kind of Middle Eastern kind of Levant vibe with her chicken. With I, mashed I potato, but not with the. This is the thing I'm coming with too. This is not not the. I don't get the mashed thing. I'm not, I don't see how that could work. I mean, it will absorb the, or some. It's going to have to be so dry though, isn't it? And dense. I thought the purpose of stuffing is a flavour, I know. But I thought it was to add, when you put a lemon in and things, it was to add juice and make the meat more tender and succulent yeah. rather than suck the juice out. Is that, yes. am I not right? When you were saying you yes, put something you in, I thought you yeah. were meant to make it more succulent, yeah. Well, it, it, it you know, the, the, with the scurly stuff and the Dave and I use, it, it kind of, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a healthy balance of mm. absorption and, and uh, evaporation. So it keeps them both mm. because of the nature of the stuffing. But there's only a one way street with potato and that is absorb, yeah, absorb. Exactly. So I'm not entirely sure that would work. 
What she could do that would be great, actually, because with the harissa and, and lemon and stuff that she's mentioned, mm. is to stuff the chicken with couscous. And I've seen that done in Morocco. Yes, that and, works. No. Um, yes. That works really well, because the couscous itself takes the chicken fat and the juices. Mm. It also moisturises the chicken, but it really is a nice little bonus on your plate. Mm. Um, and that, that, mm. that's good. But yeah, I love your stuff. I, don't, I hate it when people say, um, oh, always cook the stuffing on the side. What's the point? Because the stuffing's there for a reason. And the, the, the only trick is, is obviously you need to expand your cooking times. People get worried about serving mm. raw poultry. So the thing is, if you've got so many minutes per 500 kilos, just weigh the bird, be it a turkey, a chicken or whatever, with the stuffing in and allow the extra cooking time. Just calculate your cooking time oh, really? with, 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 when your bird's stuffed. Yeah, um, not before. Oh, no. I see. See, I've, yeah, then I've definitely made that mistake before. Yeah. I didn't realise. I have to say, though, 500 kilos, is a, that's a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, yeah, 500 <laughs> grams. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big bird. That's a, a, hey, listen, that's I've a heard bird. of big birds, but that's, that's, that's a small planet. <laughs> have you never cooked an ostrich? No. Yeah, an egg, dude. We've cooked an we ostrich did. egg. Yeah. We, we made the world's biggest egg in soldiers, didn't we, in Namibia? <laughs> we managed to get this ostrich egg, and, and we, we cut it with a hacksaw around the perimeter. Oh. And we broke it into, it was a paella pan, like a giant frying pan. And we got it out with the yolk intact. And we cooked it and out of a baguette, we made the world's biggest soldiers. And we <laughs> sat there in the Kalahari Desert with the world's biggest egg and soldiers. A massive dip like that, does it? I, I, that's exactly right. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Sorry, it was epic. not sure I just <laughs> yes. did that. You did, you did, definitely did that. I just that. did yes. that, didn't I? Sorry. You're talking about his Sputnik and his pie whacking again, aren't you? It's just, we've got back. Oh, I'm still, I haven't got over myself. I'm, you know, it's just, you know, in my current state of malaise, it's really cheered me up. <laughs> but no, funny of like, like, if you do a turkey, there can be the best part of 750 grams or a kilo yeah. of stuffing. You know, and I do two stuffings either end, you know. Yeah. And and it really, I really like it. it really works. Oh, that's so although, good. Right? Yeah, although a lot of people these days don't. Oh, well, stuffings cook separately. Yeah, I, don't I think like also that. there's that terminology. If someone says a roast chicken, you go roast chicken, roast potatoes. No one says roast chicken and mash. That's a sausage, sausage and mash. So it's just a bit of a weird one to put a mashed potato inside a roast chicken that should have the potato part crispy and crunchy and a you know, golden. This is the problem with because everything is available all of the time, and there is a mass mass plethora of confusion i would mm. agree mash mm. sausages yeah mash. Exactly. but having said that a chicken dinner with mash and roast potatoes yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's the that's winner greedy. that's the that's the no, that's a northern plate i'll have you know <laughs> that's winner winner chicken dinner, dinner. Yeah. no but it's funny we, we, we talked about mrs beaton's sage onion stuffing when we did our thing food tour of britain we actually beat a, a, a chef um you know the competition we were very honest about it we used mrs beaton's sage and onion stuffing recipe and you blanch the onion first you blanch the sage leaves and it's the most wonderful stuffing mixture mind you there's nothing wrong with paxo i grew up with it you know i love the smell of paxo sage and onion on on a sunday it's Mm. it's it's ephemeral it's wonderful their parsley and thyme one with pork is good too and then you get into the argument between because i like a ball 
I like stuffing ball. Let's be careful here. But a ball? My, you like a, a ball? A, a ball of stuffing. Rather than I don't, what like you, my mother does it. A, in a, a in ball? A, I thought you meant like a bowl, like it's a plate. A, no, a, a ball, a ball. Well, like, it's like, like sex, tiara, isn't it, tiara. Yeah, yeah, sex is what middle class call comes in, isn't it? Yeah. Three <laughs> sex please. <laughs> no, I'm saying you know, I like to have stuffing in a ball. My, my mother does it in a, 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 you know, an oven baked dish and then does a fork across the top of it and you have a, a slice, like a brownie slice of it. I like a ball of stuffing on the side. Yeah. Well, I do um, both. So what I do is I stuff the bird, so I've got the stuff on the inside, and then I always do too much stuffing and then do that in balls. Just like stuffing, don't you? Full stop. <laughs> it's just it's a lot of stuffing there. When I was a kid, I used to prefer the stuffing to the actual dinner. Ooh. And stuffing and chicken sandwiches. Oh, oh yes, with salad Dave, cream. Listen, honestly, mm. uh, look, Dave does chicken sandwiches and stuffing sandwiches like I, I, I've never tasted anything like them he is the master of sandwiches oh I'm coming it, over it's, for that oh man it's so good every time I every time I, I come down he, like he, him and Lil send me off with a pack and she'll go make sure you eat it <laughs> I've got to ring them and go I've eaten it <laughs> you know I've got I, literally I've got to the M25 and they're gone you know it's like <laughs> you've, yeah. always, you've always got to have white pepper on the chicken sandwich yes. as well I believe oh, yes, but yes. We always have, well we never have black pepper in the house it's always white pepper yeah. but somehow it's sharper with the chicken breasts, you know. Uh, it's it's nice. earthier as well, isn't it? So, mm. Mm. Anyway, yes, that, you've opened a whole plethora of, of, of stuffingness. You've heard of the Foresight Saga? This is the Force Meat Saga. Food makes, makes everything, everything better. For our next problem, which is called caring, not sharing, we need one male and one female name, please. So Uncle Si, a male name, and Uncle Dave, a female name. Alan. Alan. And Lucy. Alan and Lucy, this comes from Alan, and it's regarding Lucy, who says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, I've had the worst first date ever, but I really like her and don't know if I should move on to date number two. I met her online. I took her to a restaurant where we both ordered different meals. She had a steak with thick-cut chips, and I had the spaghetti dish. My meal was very nice, but I really liked the look of her chips. We were getting on really well, having a good laugh, being a bit flirty, so I leant over and pinched one of her chips. Well, nothing prepared me for the reaction. She went mad. She screamed across the table that she didn't order a meal to share it. It's hers. If I wanted some chips, I should have ordered them. She then stormed off into the ladies' loo and stayed there for about 15 minutes. When she came out, she carried on as if nothing had happened. And at the end of the date, even gave me a kiss, said we'd had a lovely evening and would I like to meet up with her next week. I'll be honest, I'm a bit nervous. Should I bother with a second date, says Alan. Psycho! Over to you. (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) Really simple. No. Okay. I no. hope, I'm going to go in because I have to say my husband and I actually we were talking about it at the weekend we had one of our biggest arguments over a sharing platter now it all sounds lovely we're at Chelsea Harbour Hotel we're dating and we had a seafood platter and going through it. and I was so nervous and so sort of you know, in the early throes and in love that I just helped myself to the prawn and the salmon and the lobster leg whatever I had and he calculated that I'd taken his piece <laughs> his lobster piece and I hadn't been calculating his or hers I just thought we were sharing but it turned out that I have married a man who does not share his food he will not do sharing and we had this argument in silence through the lobster and the prawns going I can't believe you just did that I can't believe I, I, I was anyway I won't swear but I, he swore through it I swore through it and I thought that was the end but I, I married him and I never share a plate of food with them ever now ever and I You're but I man. He, at least he's honest with it. He says, don't share, and he's nice with me. We don't argue again. So I, I feel like she's psycho. She went away and then came back again 
and was pretending to be nice. Fifteen minutes, man. Mm. 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 That's the thing for me. Two minutes to go, actually, I've overreacted and I'm sorry. If you come (laughs) back and said that. But, like, you know, I mean, God, dear, honestly, I'd be full of four calls if the times I've gone over and gone, hey, Dave, give us a bit of that, mate, will you? I like that better than you. Oh, it's nice, that. Look at that. Oh. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it doesn't irritate me. I know oh, that, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh no. No. Mrs. Myers is the same. She's terrible at making me chips. You know, just when you've got enough, just the right amount. And what I like to do is, if I've got my meal, I'll have enough of the rest of it to go with each chip. And what happens is it disturbs the whole mythology because then I've got more left over in the other stuff and no chips to mop it up with. I know, but you're going to always order some more. No. You know, I would order them for you. You, know, well, you think... used to order an extra dinner. Let's have one for the table. <laughs> you know, we'd end up with a portion of belly pork just because we could. Well, we do count now when we share. Do we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Not with sushi. No, no, no. The oh. gloves are off. No, the sushi. gloves. Are you saying? Fine. Oh, I think sushi's the key one because you can see the one you like. You want the maki or you want the Californian roll, and you don't want anyone to get it. So I think that's the one I would go. Would you mind if I had that one? Isn't it all about asking? It's being polite, isn't it? It's saying, "Could I have a chip, please? Could I have your sushi, please?" Yeah, yeah. That's to all. be fair, yeah, to, yeah. But he, he got lulled into a false sense of security and became over familiar too quickly. So actually, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm, I'm. Um, yes. I mean, he was he was probably flirting. It was probably sort of like a mm, I love you, you know, and all this. Yeah, you know. yeah. We're off the chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I love chips. I do, do love them, and I like chunky ones. Don't ever touch me plate again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, no it's I'm, not worth it. No, no it's not. Like, no. What happens if you're on a desert island? You've only got one chip left, and it's on a plate, and you're starving. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got to think of these things. You'd have half each, Simon. Yeah, well, not with her. You wouldn't. She'd well, not with him. He's the one who nicked the chip. Well, we need we need to give Alan some advice here. So we're going to go around the table. So uh, should Alan continue on to date number two, uh, Postash? Uh, past experience, I went for it, but I didn't have a psycho. At least he was public psycho. I would say no. She sounds scary. Don't do it. Okay, Uncle Dave. Oh yeah, go out with her again, but get a biryani and watch her try and fight over a grain of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sai. <laughs> uh, no, run a mile. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Our next problem is called a housing dilemma, and it comes from Naomi. Who says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, my boyfriend, 31, and I, 29, have only been together 10 months, but from pretty early on in the relationship, we knew that things were very special between us, and I'm pretty sure that he is the one, and the one is in inverted commas. We get on with each other's family and friends, we've been on holiday a few times together, a few months ago we decided we want to move in together. We've agreed that the summer will be the best time, because I'm a school teacher and the school terms are always a bit chaotic. We're both living in house shares with random people who are not very tidy or considerate, and our housemates have done things like left the front door unlocked and are very messy. However, 
Prices for renting a small flat plus bills are absolutely astronomical, double the price of a mortgage. It's got to the point where we're so despairing we're considering whether it might be best to wait until we've saved up enough money for a deposit and just buy a place together. So what should we do? Pay lots of money renting a flat? at least experience living together first or just take the plunge and buy while putting up with our irritating housemates put it for another year or so hope you can help <clears throat> naomi over to you i think life's too short to live in misery i i i just rent somewhere together and see how you get on and enjoy your life because it's going to drive you bonkers if you're living with untidy messy people also you want to be a little unit don't you you don't want to be sharing everything your chips included with randoms who are going to you know, leave leave the, the dirty socks in front of the telly. But 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 she's saying that she can't afford to rent because twice as much as a. Well, she puts she's renting. Well, I, uh, I think uh, I think you're saying she can afford to rent, but it's just going to cost so much. So should they should they wait and save, or should they rent now and enjoy? Rent now and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Dave. I think life's too yeah. short, and you know, yeah. while you're saving up, your relationship goes pear shaped because you're waiting around for your annoying housemates and. You know what? Go for it. I'd say pay the rent. Yeah. Go and enjoy each other. And you might find out you're wrong or right for each other. Who knows? You know, and then you'll find through your rent or whatever else you're doing, you'll start saving anyway if you want to buy. I just think at the moment as well, there's a, a really sort of old-fashioned formulaic way of, you know, saving up, meet your first boyfriend, have your, you know, get your first house, have your first baby. It doesn't have to be that way anymore, you know? I just don't think it does. And I think COVID's proved that, that life's too short. So go for it. I'd go and move in, rent, enjoy, see where life takes you. Yeah, there, there is a weird, weird thing about property ownership in the UK, isn't there? There's a weird obsession with it. Well, other cultures, one, our property is too expensive. Yeah, it you is. You know, full stop. It, it's stupid inflated, for, especially for first-time buyers or people yeah. who, you know, if your parents die and leave you loads of money, it kicks you off well and good. But without that, it's hard. Um, and, you know, and, and why is, you know... Owning meant to be so much better than renting. Other cultures, renting's fine. There's mm. respect between landlord and tenant, and it works. But but say mm. life's short, and I, I also think as mm. as Tash was saying, as an interim, live together, have some fun together, see how you get on. You know, because you'll, you'll mm. stay in and watch the telly and cuddle up if it's all lovely and save loads of money. Also, I think with renting, there's a lot of stress taking. If you buy your own house, you've suddenly got to knock the wall down. You've got to paint it. Or by the way, you know, come home in the evening and that's broken. Fix it. It costs money again. Renting, you call up the landlord and say, light bulb's gone. Come on over, please. And well, then you get more time well, together. Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> yeah. theoretically. Because the thing is that part of the problem that we have in the UK is there's unscrupulous landlords that True. do nothing. I mean, my, my sons have been in receipt of that. As I'm sure, as I'm sure, Dave's family has as well. All of our, all of our kids will mm. eventually have that issue, and and it, it, yeah, theoretically, that's the that, that would be good. But because we don't have a rental culture and mindset, I mean, Germany, for instance, and and, and Berlin, it's it's mostly it's mostly rent, you know, and you know, and and France as well, where Dave lives, you know, it's it's like it's mostly it, it you know, there's a lot of it. There's a culture of rent in yeah, the big yeah. city, so. It, it, yeah, and and there's legislation to support both tenant, fair legislation to both both tenant and 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 um, and owner. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think definitely, but definitely in the question of 
uh, with a question of like, you know, should I get on with me life? Absolutely, I'm with you yeah. guys. They'll have more sex as well. They'll have the place themselves. Yeah, that which is always good. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a bonus, when you're isn't slightly it? younger, yeah, it is. Aye, need some privacy. Privacy in the tie wacket. Most important. <laughs> that's, that's why we put on the bedroom door pie, pie wacket privacy uh, room. I tell you as well, it's, it's when you when you're first time buyer. I know because my my, uh, my daughter and a, and a partner there they're about to embark on their first property, and oh. it's so funny when they're realising what the cost implications are. Yes, there's the cost of rent, but it's all the extras. It's like yeah. what. You know, they weren't paying for that. What? Why? Why? Why does the broker want 900 quid? Well, because he's getting a cheaper mortgage, really. So in the long run, you'll say, well, why? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Once again, round the table, it's a very clear message then, I think, is it? It's uh, go and live together. Yeah, bin your scruffy mates, go and live together, go for it. Live your life. And you get an opportunity to buy Sephora then and do your own cleaning. <laughs> it's going to be great. And nobody will steal your marmite. Exactly. I mean, you know. Do you know what, Si? I've used my Sephora this week so much. Every time I use it, I think of you. So now you've become like disinfectant man for me. <laughs> it's like... I, <laughs> That's good. Do you know what, though? I've got to say, right, I was sitting... And I mean, this is just the weird, weird sort of mindset that I that I have. And I was just thinking, I'm going, could you imagine if you did a survey of actually where your Sephora bottle lives? Oh, you know, Bathroom. because how many people have... Well, yeah, you'd say that, though, but mine lives under the sink. Mm-hmm. How many people live it under the sink or in the bathroom? Or have several different varieties of the beautifully smelling stuff that then goes into bathrooms, bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Have bedrooms? Mm-hmm. You know, in Mine's your kitchen. Mine's on the sink. I, I mean, have it it's, accessible. It's endless. Mine's right there with the tap, the soap and the fairy liquid. Yeah, but you're obs- you're an obsessive cleaner. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not. Oh, I'm honestly... No, I live in a pigsty. Well, you're, you're staff, staff though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Well, if you'd like to write in and tell Uncle Si where you keep your Zaflora, it's agonyuncles yeah, at thehairybikers.co.uk. I'm just saying. I can imagine know. some of the answers we're going to get, Si. That's what <laughs> sounds, it sounds like an old music hall song, doesn't it? Where dost thou keep the Zaflora mother? <laughs> well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, just send an email to the agony uncles. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. And for this confidential corner, I need a lady's name. Poshtash, you haven't chosen today. So, uh, lady's name, please. I know this always freaks you out it because does suddenly, have suddenly look. you have to think of a lady's name. Um, Luana. Lu- oh, nice one. Luana. Dear Luana, yeah. We're going down <laughs> oh, the deep south. Sounds like a toilet roll holder. <laughs> We've all gone trailer trash, haven't we? We have a bit, yeah. Luana. <laughs> hey, Luana. Dear Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Poshtash, <laughs> is this normal is the question. My wife of 12 years, Luana says she wanted to do one of those role-play things to spice things up a bit. This was after a chat with her friend who's into that kind of thing. The idea was that she went out with this friend for a few drinks. She would then wait by a bus stop at an allotted time and I would pick her up but pretend I didn't know who she was. I would take her to a hotel nearby and have a night of, in her words, uncomplicated sex. What I didn't know was that she was actually going to her friend's house to have a Sandy from Greece-style makeover. So when I pulled up at the bus stop, I was faced with someone that was the same shape as my wife, but there the similarity ended. She had a red wig on. She's normally blonde. She was wearing a very tight top and leather trousers with the highest heels I'd ever seen and extraordinary amounts of makeup. She looked like Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Show. (laughs) 
No, dude, no, she's making an effort, <laughs> Come on. She was in full role-play mode, so leaned in through the car window and started talking to me in a very odd accent before getting in the car. And it was at this point, unfortunately, I lost it. And I started laughing so much yeah. that I didn't see the female police officer knocking on my window. <laughs> Oh, no. It took a while to convince no. her that I hadn't just picked up a lady of the night and that the woman next to me was my wife. But as you can imagine, <laughs> by that time, the passion was slightly cared, uh, dead and, <laughs> and the role-playing was over. And a very awkward few days followed. It hasn't been mentioned since, but I know it will be. What should I say to her? I didn't like the whole thing, but I certainly don't want to curtail her lusts. I'm confused about what to do with Luana. Over to you. I think the fact you burst out laughing... Says a lot, really. You know, um, I think I would in, in those circumstances. I'd have just, I'd just burst out laughing. I, I, I would absolutely not know what to do with myself. I, I, I such nice I, men. I, oh, they lovely. I, oh. I, I just, I just, I know. I, I, could, I yeah. I think oh, I, I would have laughed too, that. though. If that had been me dressed up and been caught, I think I'd have laughed. I mean, it's funny, really, isn't it? It's not, it's not like she really was doing well, anything. Yeah, and that, and that, and that look. I, I think that's a deep commitment to one another. If you if you think it's going all a bit boring, there's, there's kind of that way to look at it as well, isn't it? You know, it's like I don't want you to go anywhere else. I want you, and like I'll we'll do. Let's do what we need to do just to keep this alive and fresh and lovely and 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 have great sex. I, he could yeah. have loved it. She might yeah, have thought I, he would have loved it. You know. It- I tell you what. I tell you what. Can you ask him? Tell us what bus stop. Is I'll go and pick her up. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, one has to be realistic. You see about yourself. She thought in her head she was Sandy from Greece, but she looked like Frankenfurter, which obviously was the transvestite from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Now that's not going to turn you on, is it? It's it's like oh. me saying to, to Lil tonight. Tonight, Lil, I am going to be Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know, it's not going to work, really. You know, one has realism in this thing. I mean, I, I once, tried, I once yes. tried pole dancing on the, on, on the four poster to try and titillate her. And he just made her laugh, really. And she got the camera phone out and we because I disappeared quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, I, when I've told my story before about my sausage rolls, I thought I'd tried the sexy bit and it didn't work. He ended up laughing. And I've never forgiven him, admittedly, so, you know. You dressed up as a sausage roll? No, 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 that's natural. That's every day. No, I tried to make an effort. <laughs> no, that, that time I sort of decided to go real sexy for him and then I thought I'd put food from the door. I told the story oh, in one yeah, of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, yes, but I, I put out the wrong food and then he was just so shocked when he found me in the bedroom trying to be seductive and he just laughed and it, it ruined it for me and i've never done it again isn't that what isn't that what isn't that what like what do you call those shops and summers and all that sort of stuff isn't that why they're there so you don't have well, well no, they're no, there no. to get the, just, the kit i suppose but you've got to have the, the confidence kit. to put the kit well, on yeah, first but, i mean you could just do the kit in your own house you know couldn't you? Instead of going out in the street, yeah, and yeah get busted yeah. for soliciting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it says it all, really. <laughs> oh, look, man, just make an effort and try and get into the gig. Uh, uh, that's well, what what's wrong say. with compassion, I mean, comfort, affection? You know, and a cup of tea and a custard cream afterwards. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, you have to dress up as the Gestapo to get your rocks off. It's all gone wrong. You never complained before. <laughs> we just look so good in jackboots. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess he's going to realise his wife's not going to be dressed like Sandy all the time anyway. So he obviously likes her without the Sandy outfit. He used to sit her down and say, I don't, I don't need you to be something else. I quite like picking you up, dressed like you, but maybe just not the costume. 
Yeah, it's always a conversation again, isn't it? We always come back to this point in our podcast. Just sit down and talk to them. Yeah, yes. but she didn't look like Sandy. She looked like a transvestite from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. But he can't say that, can he? Of course he can. Oh, he just, God. Yes. God. Oh, yeah. Listen, hold on. He's just got, I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast because she's definitely going to know who they are. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely not Luan or whatever weird name oh, you just picked. <laughs> you know, it, right. Oh. Well, look, I'd make the effort and just, you know, roll with it. And anyway, any girl in leather pants for me or, is a winner. Or, so. Stop it. Or, <laughs> just or he dresses up. He shocks her and she realises how awful it is to see your husband dressed in the wrong outfit, looking really unattractive. And maybe she won't do it again. Well, maybe maybe they should just try and avoid the Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of gig. <laughs> she was, that's the thing. A little bit more mainstream, yeah. <laughs> you know. Maybe they should go for the Rocky Horror look. Maybe that's the way to do so it. So what, what what would you dress up as, Si, to seduce and titillate your partner? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, a flower pot man. <laughs> yeah, but when, when you jump out and shout, little weed, yeah. some of the words. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what might be a laugh. You see, I think the whole thing about... I think people... Flubble-lubble. I think I think the cool thing about the crack though is, isn't it? You know what I mean? If you if you're gonna dress up and have sex, look, the crack is it, it's it, it's a laugh, isn't it? You know, and and like people take sex too seriously, I think, and like it's always good to have a laugh and a bit of a giggle in the middle, isn't it? And then because you're intimate and it's that moment and yeah. it's just all, knowing yeah, when you're laughing with them and not laughing at them. That's the problem. Oh, well, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yes, that's that's that's. And your that's pie whacker goes down. And it's all gone wrong. You don't need that, do you? Uh, yeah, well, your pie whacker doesn't even get off the launch pad, does it? You know what I mean? I was I was dressed up for Lil in Miami. We we were staying at the Nobu Hotel. We had a good year, Kingy, and um, and I, I I bought. I think I saw you what I bought this imitation Versace. You know, it's that time where the shorts and the top like a jumpsuit. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That? So there I was on the balcony. At the Noble Hotel, in like, and I, I, I just like had a big cigar, my, my Versace jumpsuit, and I put their Miami, Miami Vice theme tune on. And I'm gyrating on the balcony, giving it rock all, and um, yeah, yeah, it worked. Yeah, so I'm just going to highlight here, Dave, that you know you always go, no, what's wrong with a cup of tea and a, a custard cream? However, if I think we look back yeah. in these episodes, I believe you've dressed up as an elf, a cowboy, and now Miami Vice. I'm thinking you're not quite the custard cream man you say you are. No, I do, I do, go, I do go that extra mile, Tash. Oh, I'm glad to hear he it. Do, he do, he does. He, honestly, my best mate loves dressing up. And so he, do you. I get oh, wrong. I love dressing up. Well, I get wrong. I get wrong when he goes. When he goes, he goes. Well, why haven't we dressed up? Because I don't like it. And he'll go, well, you've got to dress up. Go and dress up. And I'm like, how am I? I think, the, I think the worst one I ever did, well, at least I do it on the telly. Well, most of the time. Yeah, most of the sugar. time. It was, uh, do you remember, remember that one where we were in the Berber tribesmen? And that, that was that was a bit of a crackery. And I dressed up as a ballet dancer. and uh, uh, Not a ballet dancer, a belly dancer. Oh. Uh, but it's, it was, we, we're, we're in this bar in Marrakesh. And it was the belly dancers have, have a tray on the head, silver tray, with lit candles. Right? Oh, wow. So what I did was I, I made myself like a woolly cap and I glued the tray on. So it looked like that, you know, but then the candles on. So... 
Anyway, I made myself tassels and everything, didn't I? Nice. You know, I tried to make him go this way, that way. <laughs> That's Full hard bur- work. So I jumped out. This, <laughs> this was in a Berber village, way up in the Atlas Mountains. And I jumped on the table with my head on fire, with my tassels twirling <gasps> and, and loads of lipstick on. And I want to admit, when I saw the rushes to that, I thought, no, man, you can't get away with this. <laughs> you know? He did get away with it. And he actually earned about 400 DRAM. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were some little fingers took some notes down my thong. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was me. It worked for me, right. dude. That's all no I'm No more saying. dressing up now. No. Actually, no, we're, we're no, in the nip on the telly again last weekend. Oh, Japanese bathhouse, no. We did sumo last week, oh. so it's two weeks running. We've been in the nip. Oh, well, yeah. I'm missing well, this, this was in the um, Japanese bathhouse. It was a rear view. <gasps> Oh, yeah, I've done those before. I, you know, I was pregnant in Japan and I can remember going in and I had my little daughter with me and going in and then realising that I had to get totally naked. Um, but thankfully, pregnant tummies, you sort of get sort of... It, it was better. I felt like everything was covered up. I hadn't got to do that female, breathe it all in, try and walk seductively. I just sort of... My whale, like, went in, I just sunk into the water and just sat. But my daughter was like... Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. Pregnant in Japan. It sounds like a Deep Purple double album. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> if your life's, your life's in a mess, then the email address is theagonyuncles at theherrybikes.co.uk. Yeah. Yes, and we'll have another episode of The Agony Uncles for next for you next week. But and only if you keep us filled up with your troubles and woes and the way to do that is to go to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk that's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk now remember you can also see this podcast as well as hear it just search for the hairy bikers agony uncles on youtube and there we will be Bye. <laughs> um, so posh tash the thin white duke and us have a great week bye 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 guys Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.